is my goal too small? Is there room to stretch and expand this goal beyond what I can currently see for myself and what I currently think is possible? And then the second question would be, if my goal is too small, why? Welcome to the Women Rewriting the Rules podcast, a production by Gush Living. I'm your host, Sumi. And I'm your host, Ashley. And this is where modern women gather to navigate our way through the maze of personal, financial, and emotional challenges, create confidence in our independence, take control of our finances, and achieve ambitious goals, all while loving the life we're currently living. Let's start the show. Well, welcome back to 2023. I know we made it to the new year. How was your holiday season? Oh my gosh, it was it was actually really good. I spent a week in DC with my family. Oh, so nice to see everybody. I don't know. This time it felt different. I I felt really relaxed while I was there. I felt like just I was like soaking up all of this like good family time, lots of food. Some of my family I feel so bad. And they actually came down with COVID. So oh, we got to see each other for like the first few days. And then everybody was like isolating. <laughs> but I is know. everyone okay? Everyone seems to be fine and recovering. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Like, I think because of that too, there was actually like a little bit more, there was le- there was more relaxation. But because, you know, multiple family members were like in isolation, it was yeah. like, okay, but like I get it because I do feel like sometimes when everyone's together in one place you do feel a lot of stress that like like these are the five days of the year that right. i gotta make it happen while i'm in town and i have to see everyone right. i have to make memories right now yeah um so i can i can actually understand yeah that. and i mean i love them to death i you know would want nothing more to spend more time with them but it was it was it was a good pace i guess that's good yeah yeah how was your how was your it was good. It was good. I got to spend a lot of time with family, which was amazing, wonderful. And I heard something that really struck a chord with me, mm. which was this video that I watched. And this girl was like, the Christmas magic feeling that we're all chasing is actually the unpaid labor of women. Oh, oh. And I was like, that is so true that can't be true it's so true because well, it's one of the factors let me say it's one of the factors but i realize that it's a major major factor in my family when i think yeah. about holidays like literally since i've been a little kid it's always been about one of my aunts or grandma which you know a lot of people have passed on since then and transitioned but it's always typically in my family a woman who's cooking some big well thought out, well planned, magnificent meal for everyone to enjoy and planning lots mm-hmm. of activities and, you know, games and fun things. Um, and then like this year, my mom did the whole like family matching pajamas thing. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. It my was little sister and her four kids and husband do that every year. It's mm-hmm. the cutest. It is. Like it's super cute and it's super fun, but it was so funny because we had our matching jammies and my grandpa didn't want to wear him. He woke up on Christmas morning and came out of his room dressed in like a regular outfit. And I was like, why aren't you in uniform? <laughs> Go back and put on your Christmas jammy. This supposed to be you, your mom and my grandpa. Huh? Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, well, you know, like I 
have errands to run. And I was like, I don't care. Put on your Christmas jammy. So we like eventually got him in the shirt, but not in the pants. Um, but I'm like, yeah, like mom has worked so hard to make this such a magical feeling and event for everyone to like be here together and make our time special. So I'm like, yeah. Just shout out to all the women. Shout out to all the women making the magic of Christmas happen. Yes. Oh, my God. I loved that. I saw this meme, too, that was something like a six-year-old said, like, oh, well, Christmas is the best holiday because Santa has the work. Santa does all the work and my mom can relax. And, of course, a fictional man. Of course. Fictional man. A man gets to take all all the credit yeah. for the work that mostly the woman does. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's, of course, that's how it works. Like, Mrs. Claus really, like, missed her calling to get more credit. Okay, but we are forgetting we're in 2023 right now. I know. We're, I know. We're recording a little early. The so. new year. The new year has passed. Uh, something like hey, that. We're just trying to prolongate. Is that a word? The Christmas mag- magic. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Wait, is it prolongate or elongate? I mean, isn't elongate for a physical Maybe thing? Maybe vague. And then prolong. Prolong. Oh, prolongate. But I, wow. But I like to prolongate. Let's just make new words. I like it. I like you it. know, like yeah. if Paris Hilton can come up with sliving and trademark it and turn it into something legitimate that I didn't even know that. I thought she came up with that's hot. Oh, she did, and she trademarked that. Talking about like a smart ass business Wait, woman, like 2004, she did that or something. Right? Yeah, but now so it's she had that's hot, and then she like trademarked that. So then anyone who uses that's hot on any kind of like merchandise, t-shirt, coffee mug, notepad, has whatever, to. has to pay her. Oh my God. And then her latest thing is sliving. I like, I genuinely love is her. Sliving. Um, I think it's like slay and living together. I, wow. pro- I probably just messed that up. But when you hear her say it, it's a vibe and you just know what it means. We definitely need to trademark a couple phrases of ours. I know. But yeah, so thinking of the new year. Yes. And New Year bossing, but girl bossing in a more, much more authentic way um, than the traditional girl boss sort of persona. Um, I would really love to talk about goals. So I know in our last episode of this, the first season of season one, we talked a lot about goals, how to create goals. But I think there's a different angle that people don't consider when they're thinking about goals or milestones. Um, and I'm really excited to dive into that today. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So have you ever created a goal and then realized that maybe it was a little too small? Yes. I think that's, okay, wait, first of all, I want you to repeat that sentence because I feel like that's the magic of this episode. So have you ever created a goal and then realized that it was a little too small? And I guess that could be conf- that could be a confusing sentence in itself. So just to clarify, there are times where you may set a limit for yourself or set a goal for something that you think is big, but in reality, it's quite small in comparison and alignment to your potential, mm-hmm. to your brilliance, to your excellence, and. I know that I've done this before and I've also seen a lot of friends do it. I've witnessed tons of people and just like some of the circles that I run in doing this where they create a goal. It sounds great. And other people are thinking that is like so tiny in comparison to the potential 
that you have and all of the things that you can accomplish. Um, and I've done that a number of times and been called out on it, which mm. is actually quite nice when someone does that. Um, I'm so excited to hear some examples. Yeah, but I will I will answer. Uh, yeah. I think, first of all, I want, if you're listening to this, I want you to be thinking about what, how this applies to you in your life, like if you've done this, right? But I think that the whole framework of like smart goals that you may or may not have heard of, which I think Ash is going to explain later, actually could be limiting if you're not approaching it right. Because to your point, um, we don't know what our potential is. And we actually don't know what is attainable until we like give it a go, right? Because humans have the potential for just thinking this is science like humans have the potential for so much more than we can think of in this moment we cannot we cannot foresee all that we're capable of so if you're setting a goal based on something that you can already see like it probably means it's not big enough and when i realized that i do think a lot of things started changing um but it's hard to like always realize that like it's it's hard to realize it for yourself it's easy to like realize it's easier to call it out on somebody else right oh a hundred percent like i remember i guess when you asked me that question what comes to mind is my career switch so you know from government ceo um not government ceo sorry like government contracting ceo um to recording artists right like when i thought about becoming a singer songwriter like the only thing and this is why it took me so long to make this transition because the only thing i could think of in my mind was this idea of like it became like a it became like a joke it became like a um like a like i would be like oh yeah or i could just like quit everything and start strumming my guitar at a lake you know next to a lake in nashville and it was like but um bum like it was like it's like the butt of a joke because it was as if that that idea of going from this like super whatever quote-unquote successful inc 500 ceo to well or i could just give it all up and go sit by a lake and play my guitar like it that for some reason was the extent to the vision that I had for being a singer-songwriter. When in reality, the vision for being a singer-songwriter is unlimited. Like, <laughs> it's huge, you know? Um, hello, it, Beyonce. Hello, Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's so many. Taylor. Yeah. So many. Well, people that start out as a singer-songwriter and then they turn that into an entire empire. Yeah, like an empire of media creation and supporting other women and becoming an investor in like other businesses and all different kinds of things that people don't even realize. Yes. And so that's what I think. What I set a goal that was too small. I was like, because that vision of becoming a singer-songwriter was stuck in the lake image <laughs> in my mind, it kept me like, well, I can't do that, obviously. And then I would like move on because because honestly, that lake image wasn't exciting enough for me. And given my personality, like I needed to have something that was super exciting to get me motivated to do it. So while there was something appealing about it, it wasn't exciting. And I need that like rush. I need that adrenaline. I need the excitement of like something that seems super challenging. Like that's what gets me to actually do the thing. Yeah. You know? Um, well, and it kind of sounds like you had this goal that was a joke 
that was really you talking about being an artist in the sense of like a hobby more than it was you talking about being an artist in a sense of like being an artist and being someone who's like on stage performing, which I've had the pleasure of seeing you do multiple times now and you're fabulous. Um, But that is a completely different way to look at it. And I think sometimes it's really easy to just miss like the nuance in the mindset and how you're thinking about it. Yes, exactly. Um, So I'll talk a little bit about SMART goals, which totally made jam because if you if you're new here, um, I teach marketing communications. And um, that's something that I always teach my students is like how to create a smart goal. So just like the basics of a goal, I could say that I want to make a cake. And that could be a really simple goal that I set for myself, um, depending on how organized I'm feeling. We like day. I love cake. <laughs> cake is so good. Like, no. Mm. Okay. <laughs> this isn't a food podcast, but it could easily turn into one like very quickly. Um, but you know, like we hear our editor laugh over there. <laughs> Maybe we'll bring you cake next time if you do well. <laughs> we got a thumbs up. Um, Aaron says yes. <laughs> Aaron wants cake. Um, everyone wants cake, let's be honest. But okay, so you could set a very simple goal of like, I'm going to make a cake. Or you could set a goal that is a SMART goal. And SMART is an acronym, like most things in life. Um, so SMART Already stands trademarked. for... <laughs> <laughs> we looked this one up on the trademark system, and it says it's taken, so we can't use it. Um, but so joke. SMART, yeah, totally a joke. SMART stands for um, specific. So is it a specific goal? So... I'm going to make a cake, but what kind of cake am I going to make? A chocolate cake, a three-layer cake, a cake with cream cheese filling, or a cake with a core of sprinkles in the middle. It's like, let's get a little more specific about this cake. Um, Then you want it to be measurable. You want your goal to be measurable. Um, So a measurable goal means that there's some numeric element of how you're looking at this goal that allows you to say like I met that goal or I didn't so it gives you something that's like very easily quantifiable so with my cake I could say that I'm gonna make a chocolate cake so now we're a little more specific and then I'm saying that I'm gonna make it within the next three days so now I know that I've got um three days to make the cake or Um, even like for the measurable thing it could be like well perhaps if you make like a cake this size, is that a success? If you make it like that, you can't see us if you're not on YouTube, but if you if you make it like the size of a well, like order, bake. <laughs> like or like a donut hole, like is that a success? Right. right. Or what if you say, no, you need like a, you know, at minimum like 12 inch diameter. Okay, there mm-hmm. we go. A cake that feeds 12 people. There we as go. To like a That's cake, measurable. As opposed to a cake that is like a single serving. Yeah. Right. Um, So you can measure that as well. Um, And then, so we said smart or specific, measurable. Um, The A stands for attainable. So is it something that you actually feel confident that you could accomplish with the resources that you have? So this is, by the way, the one that's the fuzziest for us in this conversation, which we'll come back to. Well, and I mean, I... 
I think that attainable can be, it's fuzzy if you don't know yourself and it's fuzzy if you're not like honest about your resources or maybe like you don't fully know what your resources are going to be. Well, maybe you're just used to kind of never like maximizing your potential. Yeah. Or never mm -hmm. seeing what you're capable of. Yeah. So like attainable could be, um, I've been baking since I was like, seven and i have not been baking <laughs> <laughs> so making a delicious yummy chocolate cake that serves 12 people feels like very attainable to me because i've done it multiple times in my life but if you're someone who like is like carrie bradshaw and you store shoes in your oven like that might be something that feels really audacious and really scary. And but you also, if I said, okay, bake 1,200 cakes by next month, okay, your initial reaction, Ashley, you might be like, no, that's too much. But it actually might be attainable. That's the point I want to return to. Yeah, this okay. is true. This is very true. Um so with attainable, like with whether or not your goal is attainable, it is about knowing yourself, knowing your skill, and then sort of understanding what might be a stretch versus something that you might need like a little more support or a little more research. You might need other people involved. You might, yeah, you might yeah. only be thinking about what can I do myself. Mm-hmm. The attainable has so many different ways of look of deciding whether some something's attainable or not. Because mm -hmm. if you're thinking of just your skill set or just your effort yourself, maybe it's not attainable. Yeah. But, you know, it's always wise, and we're going to come back to this, to expand that outlook. And, well, if your goals you can achieve simply with your own personal effort, then your goals aren't big enough. A hundred percent. Because maybe you've never stepped foot in a kitchen. Maybe you've never baked a cake. But in order to make this cake, maybe you sign up for a class like mm -hmm. there's there are classes where you mm -hmm. can go and people will walk you through making desserts. I've taken them before. They're super fun. Yeah. Um, and so maybe you just Google a recipe and go to the freaking grocery store because I'm so used to like setting goals that are like pretty audacious. Like I know if somebody said like bake me 10 cakes by next week, I'd be like, OK, done. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, and there's also, I think, a level of. um confidence and just being sure of yourself and again trusting yourself and knowing yourself are you the type of person that's going to figure it out no matter what like you're gonna figure it out one way or another or are you someone who maybe is like a little more timid or a little more shy in some of the goals yeah. that you may set for yourself right. and how you approach them yeah so Okay, so that's the A. We spent a long time on the A. Um, so then the R is we are relevant. We are type A and the A team over here. I know, like not today. Um, <laughs> so then there's R, which R is relevant. So is your goal actually relevant and meaningful to everything else that you have going on? Um, like I could set a goal um, to make a cake that feeds a thousand people, but that's not really <laughs> relevant to anything that's going on in my life right now. I could set a goal, but is it even meaningful or actually useful to making my life better, to making yeah. me a better person? Or is it just keeping up with 
the Joneses, keeping up with the Kardashians, whatever the F, like keeping up because you see other people setting certain goals around certain areas, right? So we're tempted to be like, especially now with Instagram, you see everybody's like, perfect life. So you might be tempted to set a goal that has to do with somebody else, right? That doesn't make sense for that you. doesn't make sense for you. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that happens more often than we acknowledge. Yes. I, def- I definitely have been guilty of that. Ooh. And then actually achieving some of those goals and realizing how meaningless they were yeah um and realizing that they didn't make me happy and they didn't make me a better person and you know it's like you work so hard to achieve this goal and then you get to it and you're like that means absolutely nothing for me yeah. like that Wait, like i just can you wasted share the it well you're thinking of hell yeah corporate america yeah <laughs> like, you know like we're like working for brands that have a certain pedigree where people are like oh well, like if you've worked for this brand you know you yeah i'll be feel like mm-hmm. good enough or important enough yeah you know it's like you know you've, you've really made it if you worked mm-hmm. with this brand and made it to like a certain level of leadership and i'm like i've worked for fortune 10 companies and managed teams of you know 15 20 people and managed multi-million dollar budgets and so i'm like okay this is supposed to be something that according to society makes me feel really successful and actually like this sucks like i kind of hate this and i don't necessarily want to do this anymore because it wasn't actually relevant to my big picture as a human yes like being a human first you know it's like it wasn't relevant to anything that made me happy or made me feel fulfilled in life or made me feel like i was leaving a legacy or having like a positive impact on the planet um and so you really have to make sure that the the goals you're setting are relevant preferably for the long term if you can like see that far into your future um but at least for the short term yeah um and then the last t is timely um so you want to give yourself some time bound um expectation around that goal because goals that our goal without a timeline can kind of are just a dream yes they just like disappear into the ether and then it's 10 years later 20 years later and you're like oh yeah i said i was gonna do i said i was gonna make that cake and i still haven't made it yeah it's 10 years later and i just haven't gotten around to it no joke 10 years goes by also really fast like no joke uh (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) god Okay, so you had asked me, like, do you ever, ha- do you, have you made a goal that, f- that you felt was too small? Um, and you have been called out on that. Yeah. What is an example of that? Okay, so if you're listening to this and you know me in real life, you know that I've gone through multiple phases of, like, I've, I've lived, I feel like, at least 10 different lives in this body on this planet, um, and so I had my spiritual phase, um, where I was like very deep into the woo, like very, very deep into the woo, into the woo, into, into the, the woo, woo. Yes. Into the woo woo. Um, I'm actually a holy fire, holy fire Reiki master certified. Who knew? I know most people don't. Um, 
But so I had set this goal for myself that I was just going to teach people how to be happy. And I was going to start this brand called Hack Your Happy. Ooh. Um, and it was just going to be about happiness and peaceful living. And that actually, was- it's a catchy name, Hack Your Happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like, I've been, You're a marketer. I've been in marketing. <laughs> market. If I couldn't come up with catchy <laughs> names, there would be a problem. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is like my thing. Like, this is my big dream and it's my big vision to like launch this Hack Your Happy brand. And I'll just talk about happiness and like peace and, you know, like finding your joy. And I'm not saying that that's like, not an important thing because it is and when you can find your happiness which i've been very blessed to find it's magical and it is amazing and it feels really good um but anyone who knows me knows that like that much more to you yeah Yeah. that's just like such a a small tiny fragment of who i am as a person and like the shit that I talk about and like what I have to share. And so I remember like very distinctly um, telling this person that I was friends with that like this was my big dream and my vision. And like the look on her face just said it all because she was just like kind of staring at me like I was crazy. And I was like, I feel like you're thinking something, but you're not saying it. And she goes, that's it. And I was like, well, yeah. And she was like, y'all need friends like that. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay. She was like, I think that's really nice. And that would be great. And there's no doubt in my mind that you could launch that brand and make it a thing. But you were so much bigger than that. And so I would just encourage you to go back to the drawing board and see if there's anything that would stretch you a little bit further. You know what's interesting that made me think of? I think this is such a good thing for people to think about, especially now when our circles are, we have access to so many different circles because of social media, right? You can kind of tap into like whatever network you want to. However, because of the way the algorithms work, your world actually starts to become smaller and smaller and smaller because you start watching one piece of content, it feeds you more back of that, and then that feeds more of the same, more of the same, more of the same, and you start thinking the entire world thinks like you do, thinks like you do when actually it's just this tiny little echo chamber be built by the algorithm. Mm-hmm. So like one of the things that happened to me, and so I think this is like something we have to like actually like really watch out for now. Like I can imagine if you started thinking about Hack Your Happy, even your phone right now, I bet you it'll start showing you like <laughs> things associated with that. And, you know, you start thinking, oh, yeah, it's like you're you're the bounds of your imagination. I think sometimes or at least has happened to me, like become limited because what you're seeing on the Internet become limited by the little circle that you're in. Oh, well, and that's also science as well. Like, have you heard about the um, the flea study? I don't know. So there's a study and I'll have to look up like the hard specific details of it but there's a study where they basically put a bunch of fleas in a cup and then put a lid on the cup and it basically trains the fleas oh, to yeah. only oh yeah 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 jump that height so then even and when not even remove, i think with even more intelligent animals but anyway go ahead yeah, yeah. and it's like you remove 
the lid they don't jump they're they still don't get out of there as high as the lid was because that's what they've been trained to and i think it's easy for us like for everyone anyone listening it's easy to be in your own circle be in your own kind of like day-to-day flow of life and what you're used to and get to this point where you start to see yourself in a very limited bubble and from a very limited frame yeah when the reality is you have unlimited potential absolutely and sometimes just being able to step out of your everyday which is why i love going to events we'll talk about that on a different episode but like being able to step out of your everyday be in a different environment can sometimes just shake you up it literally yeah it changes your state it, it changes your nervous system it changes the thoughts you think it changes everything yeah so yeah like having goals and making them smart goals is a good thing to do that's one way to look at it but a lot of times you do have to consider like what is my threshold for attainability and is that being set by something that maybe isn't representative of everything that I am and all of my potential and all of the resources that I either already have access to, could or create. Could have access to, yeah, mm-hmm. could create. Yeah, it's like you have to think, think big. Think bigger. You're thinking small, but you got to think big. Like, That's a TikTok video. Oh, <laughs> it's like stop playing. Most of us are playing small unintentionally yeah and i think if there's one kind of takeaway from this episode it would be you probably are thinking small and you might not know it yes <laughs> and you might not know it yeah you might not know it and also if you realize that you're playing small because i think sometimes we sometimes we do know it i think mm-hmm. sometimes you can catch yourself playing small and then the question becomes like Why am I playing so small? Mm -hmm. Is it because of my own limiting beliefs? Is it because um, of an insecurity that I have? Or is it because of someone else? Is it because someone at some point said something to me that made me feel like I had to play smaller? Or at some point um, I got into a relationship with someone. It could be a familial relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be a romantic relationship because Lord knows I've played small to, oh God, you know, to that. (laughs) Seriously, you know, like to just to placate the egos of like guys that I've dated. Um, Do you have some other external factor that's the reason that you're playing small? And then you have to reconsider that relationship and not necessarily end it, but just realize that you need to create new terms and how you're operating in it yeah maybe just spending less time or not taking what they're saying you know personally or taking it in and letting it affect you and creating new relationships that expand you and inspire you yes um i heard this one example um somebody said that they were at a conference once and the the speaker was like how much money are you making this this year how much money do you plan to make this year and everybody like wrote down their number on the piece of paper and they said now what I want you to do is take that same number and put it down as the amount of money you'll be making this month. <laughs> and and the person who was my friend who was telling me this story, she was like, my mind was blown. She's like, I couldn't imagine making that much money in one month. And um, 
you know, so it's like it's like you could do the similar example if you're listening, like what would that look like, you know, and it might not even be something you could even think through right now. But like the truth is in the environment that we live in right now, there is an unlimited way, unlimited amount of ways to make money. Oh, absolutely. And you could actually start to get really creative. And if you really wanted to or really needed to, which may not be the right decision for you right now, because it would entail certain trade-offs. But if you really wanted to or really needed to, you could probably figure out a way how to make that number that you're going to make by the end of the year instead make it by the end of this month. A hundred percent. And even for like non-financial goals, like there are times where I've made goals around fitness for myself. Um, And it's easy to come up with a lot of reasons that you can't hit those goals or it's like, oh, like I can't make it to the gym every day or I can't do this or, you know, I can't go to this fitness class living where we live because it's 10 miles away, which could take you like an hour and a half and rush hour traffic to get there. Um, But there's always a way around it. It's like maybe you're getting up early or maybe you're going to the gym late and you're just finding a way to create some stability and some consistency in your life. Um, you know, there's, there's all, I think the point is just that there's always a way and you can figure it out. It just depends. You can literally create your life and, and then it's fun because it's, you know, it's January. You get to, you get to think along these lines. Absolutely. You get to create this year to look any way you want it to look. And it's just about certain decisions and certain priorities and certain trade-offs, right? So I guess take that and 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 take some time if you haven't yet to like design it. Yes, I think and design is so key and so crucial and so important. In fact, that's all I wanted to do for New Year's Eve, but Ashley made me go out, and then she's now bailing and staying home. No, I'm not going to stay home. <laughs> Um, okay, so so I would say if you're listening right now, just take a little bit of time to think about the goals that you've set for yourself and ask yourself two questions. One, is my goal too small? Is there room to stretch and expand this goal beyond what I can currently see for myself and what I currently think is possible? And then the second question would be, if my goal is too small, why? Because uncovering the why, digging into that, understanding where it comes from and what the root of it is will give you the power to take those goals back a little bit and really dig into them so that you can be in a place where you're designing the life that you really want to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it might be something once you kind of try to think about the why that you might need to work through with somebody, a therapist or somebody else, but it's always worth it. Yeah. The resources are always there. Amazing. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's show and we'll see you next time.